Hi, Claire and James here. Just before we get stuck into this week's episode, we wanted to let you know the exciting news that the Midlife Reset Audit is now live. This is a first-of-its-kind personalised diagnostic tool designed for midlifers by midlifers. In just three minutes, the audit will help you pinpoint what's really holding you back from living your healthiest, happiest midlife, and most importantly, provide tailored strategies on how to take back control. Midlife doesn't have to be a time of uncertainty. It can be an era of growth, discovery, and well-being. So to go ahead and take the audit, go to themidlifementors.com forward slash audit. Increased anxiety is an issue that comes up for so many of us at this time of life. In fact, this episode was inspired by a post I recently did where I talked about the role of serotonin in anxiety and I was blown away by the thousands of comments from people who are unaware of the link. Serotonin, our feel-good hormone, is impacted by other hormones such as estrogen and plays a key role in mood, sleep, digestion and cognitive function. So in this episode, we're going to look at the ways we can support the production of serotonin in the body so that we lift our mood and feel more engaged with life. Hi, I'm James Davis. And I'm Claire Davis. We're the Midlife Mentors, here to lift the lid on how to achieve health and happiness. The balanced, no-nonsense way. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Midlife Mentors with me, James. And me, Claire. How are you all? Uh, it's been another oh, it's two, been week, two weeks. Okay. Two weeks jump. <laughs> well, I can only apologise so much. Um, I know, I know. Life I know. has just got crazy. But we're still here, we're still standing and we're still um, putting this out even if it's every other week at the moment. I wonder if it will be every week at the moment because it's just gone crazy for us. Absolutely crazy. Everyone's... You know, and I don't resent this at all. This is amazing. But uh, everyone's putting all over Facebook and social media about the fact that they're swanning off on holiday and James and I are still in London working our little socks off. <laughs> Although we have uh, just decided to head down to Somerset for about mm, three days. Over my birthday. Week. Yes, for your birthday. It's Take my a birthday. bit of time it's out. It's my birthday. <laughs> just in case anyone didn't get that, it's my birthday. That's as much as a holiday as we have planned at the moment. <laughs> uh, so the reason it's gone a little bit crazy... Uh, Um, in part and this is what this um, podcast is about today the reason it's gone a bit crazy is we have gone and put ourselves onto TikTok and I swear I always said whose idea was it to go on TikTok James's James's how long have you been saying it on TikTok how long have you been saying it two years no he hasn't he's been saying it for about a month Um, so I decided as the midlife mentor so we're at the midlife mentors on TikTok I decided to go on and one of our business coaches said I'll do a little TikTok challenge and I was like no I do not want to do another social media channel and it's fine for Mr D to sit there all high and mighty saying oh I told you to go on another social media platform but he doesn't look after the social media platforms I do (laughs) so I was like no I'm not going to do it anyway I did um, and I well kind of it's blown me away really it's blown both of us away one of the videos I did has had 2.2 million views um, and that's led us to talk about what we're going to talk to you about today 
which is um, five things um, that naturally boost serotonin without medication. Because the video was all around anxiety and reaching perimenopause and menopause and how estrogen plays a role um, in the transportation and the, well, the production and transportation of serotonin. So all these women kind of influx and they were like, oh my goodness, I didn't realize that because my fluctuation, fluctuating estrogen levels, that that was actually affecting serotonin. And what does serotonin um, play a role in? Our mood, our cognitive function, our bone health, you know, our, our concentration. So lots of people were reaching out saying, oh my goodness, thank you so much. You know, that's really helped me understand that I wasn't going mad. And everyone's just really piled in and given everyone so much love. It's just created a lovely community on there. It has, it has. So hence today we thought we'd talk all about serotonin. Serotonin. Um, Because also there was some research released, we probably saw it actually, because it was quite big news in all the papers. So traditionally antidepressants have worked by artificially boosting serotonin Mm. levels because it was thought there was a, a directly causal relationship in that... Um, depression was caused mainly by low serotonin. However, like the latest research has completely refuted that. Yes, low serotonin is observed in depression, but it's not necessarily a cause, causing factor, um, which is kind of throwing the whole antidepressant argument up again, up again in the air. Um, it's really interesting because research shows serotonin is, is a neurotransmitter and hormone. It, it's both. It works in two different ways in the body, but it's like involved in everything, but responsible for nothing. <laughs> And also, this is really important because um, anyone that's listened to any of our podcasts or has um, been in contact with myself will know that I was put on antidepressants about 10 years ago. And so it's a real frustration. It is a frustration for both James and I when women come to us at perimenopausal time, at menopausal time, and say, you know, I'm experiencing huge levels of anxiety, low mood, um, you know, brain fog, all these sorts of things. And then they're going to their GP and their GP is automatically putting them on antidepressants Mm -hmm. without checking their lifestyle factors. And now, hence, this research has come out. Well, my goodness, like, doesn't that shift the sands quite a lot? So it's such a passion of ours to talk about all these lifestyle factors that you can start integrating you know, without massive sacrifices to start helping you, um, you know, boost or, you know, naturally boost serotonin without that medication, which has now been proven not to work anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Which is crazy. It is. So um, it's also quite interesting looking at some of the things that can decrease your serotonin production. So a lot of them we probably would have in our diets. What's interesting is if we're depressed, we're probably even more likely to have them in our diets. Things like alcohol, mm. um, and alcohol is a really interesting one. I mean, we zeroed in on this, I think, um, a, w- a while back we were talking. I um, don't know if you mentioned it on the podcast or on a, on a live video. We I don't think we've workshop. actually, interestingly, I don't think we've ever done one completely on alcohol. And we kept promising that we were going to do one completely on alcohol. But we keep finding out new, crazy information that keeps me- making me think we should definitely, definitely do one. Well, but in a nutshell, I'm sure many of you have experienced that kind of post, post-session um White wine anxiety, we call it. I know you do. Yeah, I do. Claire in particular noticed that when she drank white wine or sparkling wine, that anxiety, even small amounts, anxiety the next day would be worse. So we researched it, we actually looked into it. It's actually the sulfites in wine, and they're higher in white and sparkling wines, um, interfere with estrogen pathways. Um, And estrogen is responsible for manufacturing serotonin. So you actually end up um, interfering, blocking your serotonin production, which is why the day after drinking white wine and sparkling wine, you can actually feel quite anxious because those serotonin levels have dipped as a result of this disruption of the estrogen pathways 
caused by the alcohol. So, I mean, that's one thing. I've got a bit of a tangent there. but No, I love it. Things that decrease serotonin. Alcohol, caffeine. Yeah, so five things that decrease serotonin. Alcohol. Trans fats, nicotine, and some medications as well, like notably anti-cholesterol. Well, here's the interesting thing, right? So imagine, <laughs> imagine you're feeling a little bit down. So you're like, oh, I'm going to have my glass of wine. Um, maybe with a tea or coffee as well or maybe you're having a Bailey's coffee or something I don't know um, <laughs> it says James who loves a Bailey's coffee have you tried that new um, Guinness coffee by the way <laughs> he didn't really like it did you uh, in the yeah, end it was a bit of an acquired taste yeah, exactly. if you haven't tried it yet it's Guinness with black coffee in yeah. it it comes in a can it's okay um, <laughs> just as a side note about not why not to drink alcohol uh, yeah so imagine this you're feeling a bit down so you've got you've reached for your, your wine you're probably drinking your tea and coffee as well to kind of balance yourself out um, you're reaching for your muffins or your cake, which has your trans fats. So those are your man-made fats. Um, if you're a smoker, you're having your fag because you're thinking that's helping you. All those things are basically lowering your serotonin levels. And the chances are, if you're if you're following that kind of lifestyle, your cholesterol might be out of whack as well. So you're on anti-cholesterol, which is in turn, it mm. also could be lowering your serotonin. So what's the net effect of that? You start to feel down. You're probably going to do more of these behaviours. You start Such to feel more down. Cycle. It's a negative cycle there. Really so you just is. have a heads up that these are some of the things we want to try and avoid where we can mm. in our diet and our lifestyle. Absolutely. And so that kind of leads us on nicely. These are the things that decrease and we should be avoiding um, serotonin. But um, so we're going to go on to five ways to naturally boost serotonin without medication. But it's really important to say that number one is actually is food, right? Um, but the reason we talk about food and the gut so much when we're talking about serotonin is because... A majority of our neurotransmitters are made in the gut and the brain, but the gut plays a major role in influencing the production of these neurotransmitters, obviously of which one is serotonin. So number one on five ways to naturally boost serotonin without medication is... Is um, food. What are we going to say? Is this through healthy gut biomes right yeah. there? So um, we have talked about this before. And researchers have actually shown they, they've, they've cured or alleviated anxiety and mild depression just by changing people's diets, primarily through the introduction of pre and or probiotics, because mm. our gut biomes love natural fibres to feed off, love probiotics, live cultures to actually increase. And those mm. gut biomes are what travel up and down the vagus nerve, so it's a direct connection to the brain, that then have a direct pathway to help produce us more of these neurotransmitters. Which so. goes, which is actually number two, which is about gut health, but just on number on number one. So number one is food. So mm. just as a side note as well, this gets quite technical, but serotonin is, serotonin is actually made from the essential amino acid tryptophan. And obviously we, we can't get, um, can't directly get serotonin from food, but we can get tryptophan from food, which is the amino acid that converts the serotonin in our brain. So tryptophan is found primarily in high protein foods, right? We're talking turkey, salmon, eggs, nuts, uh, pulses, oatmeals and things like that. Yeah. I would say actually, you're right. Tryptophan is also your sleepy hormone. Yes, it is. It is so sometimes. Well, bananas have tryptophan. Tryptophan, bananas, tryptophan. Have, bananas are a happy food. They are a happy food. That's why food. they're shaped like a smile. <laughs> True fact. Oh my goodness, that's quite cute. Is that what you were told? But they're also food? very high in sugar. Yes. So we need to be very aware well, of how many bananas. Because we're there was this whole thing a while ago saying, "I'll oh, have a banana before you go to bed," and you're like, "Okay, that's going to trigger tryptophan, but actually, you're going to be probably be wise because it's high in sugar." Yeah, exactly. uh, Twenty 
times um, more sugar, 20% more sugar than they had about 20 years ago, apparently. Scary, scary. So that's number one, is you can naturally boost serotonin without medication through your food. Number two is... Support your gut health. We, we kind of covered that, but introduce good bacteria. So you can get take probiotics, but things like your live yogurts and fermented foods are, are really good as well. So that's like things like your sauerkraut kimchi, which is the Korean food you get over here now, um, and drinks like kombucha, all natural sources of probiotics. Mm. The other thing you want to have is prebiotics. So this is natural fibers. So again, this comes down to having a diet a high, high in natural yeah, fibers. Absolutely. And number three is supplementation. So as we always say with this, make sure there are no contraindications in any other medication you're on make sure you check with your gp your doctor before you take these but it has been um looked at and b6 will help with um serotonin zinc and magnesium vitamin d st john's wort obviously do not take that off your if you're on contraception and 5 htp as well the old 5 htp yes i know i know so that's some supplementation that you can look at without medication um, next one is exercise. Yeah, so exercise Obviously. actually triggers the release of tryptophan in the blood. Um, so if you can do 30 minutes three times a week, you'll raise your tryptophan levels. That tryptophan can then be utilized to make more serotonin. Mm-hmm. Here's a great, there's a nice link here, right? Remember that tryptophan is coming from high protein foods. So if we're exercising, we want exactly those type of foods. So you can really see this is starting to build up like like the negative, the negative factors <laughs> and there's a whole negative spiral. This can start to build into quite a nice positive cycle going on. Yeah, and the last one, number five, is actually look into getting a light therapy box. This is where um, seasonal... Um, oh, I've completely forgotten that. It's gone from my Seasonally head. adjusted Adjust- disorder. Yes, that's Sad. the one. <laughs> Sad. I know I know the acronym for it, but I couldn't remember the whole thing. Yeah, so bright light is, um, is, is one way that we can help naturally boost our serotonin levels because serotonin tends to be lower in the winter and higher in the summer also this is where the whole vitamin d element comes into mm-hmm. it because vitamin d um, has, is related to low mood and depression so low vitamin d is linked to low immune system low mood anxiety so that makes sense as well from that side but just making sure that you you know where you can in winter as well just getting outside as much as you can to get natural light okay um but if that's not enough which it might not be for quite a majority of people then light therapy boxes have been proven to really 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 help mm. So that's serotonin in a nutshell. I will say there are other, we've got a whole host of feel-good hormones. So we've also yes, got yes, things yes, like, yes, yes. like dopamine, um, oxytocin, which is the cuddle or love cuddle, hormone, cuddle. and endorphins. And the things we just ran through there, they will, they will also support production of mm. those. And things like exercise are amazing for endorphins mm. um, and dopamine hits. Yeah. So uh, it really brings home, right? If we're looking there, taking a step back, we're looking at those negative factors... We could, they're all on the side of like basically having like less good lifestyle choices, you know, more caffeine, more alcohol, more trans fat, smoking, uh, going to adversely impact your neurotransmitters and hormone mm. levels. Mm. If you go towards like we call a, a better choice lifestyle with um, good gut health, lots of natural foods, natural high fibers, um, high protein, working out, moving we're going to have better neurotransmitter and yeah, hormonal support. and I just want to say, this was a really, really important one for us to talk about because it was overwhelming. I mean, absolutely overwhelming how many people commented, how many women commented 
on that video on TikTok. And I was just, um, I suppose, super, super overwhelmed with how many people were struggling alone. That's what came out. It was like, I'm struggling with this alone. I thought I was the only one. You know, I've been put on antidepressants. And I'm not saying, well, here's the thing. The research is now saying that they might not be particularly effective. But I'm not anti-antidepressants. I'm not judgment. Neither of us are judgmental. You know, if they are helping you, that's absolutely fine. But it's really, really important that we that we know, firstly, that we're not alone, that it's a hormonal response, um, especially for us women with the perimenopause and menopause, the estrogen and the production of serotonin, the impact that has on serotonin. And actually, therefore... Um, it's really important that you know how to boost that naturally and actually start to shift away from some of the things that negatively impact the production of serotonin. So we really, really hope that helps. And we hope that helps you feel even like have a greater understanding, greater compassion with yourself and know that there are ways that we can start helping ourselves that don't include medication. Mm. I hope right. you enjoy that. Um, um, and we are sending you so much lots and lots of love. Take care, bye. You've been listening to the Midlife Mentors with Claire and James Davis. We'd love to hear from you. So drop us a line at info at themidlifementors.com with any questions or topic suggestions. And make sure you join us on our Facebook page and YouTube channel. You can find us under The Midlife Mentors. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening to this episode and don't forget to take the Midlife Reset Audit now to receive personalised insights into what's holding you back from living your healthiest, happiest midlife. So go ahead and take the audit now at themidlifementors.com forward slash audit.